We've done it once. We're going to do it again. Here is your 2016 Loki and Jabroni NFL preview from the frozen tundra of the Valhalla Entertainment Complex. Loki and Jabroni bring you the best and the worst of the NFL. Welcome, everybody, to the Loki and Jabroni Show on this very crisp Saturday morning. Looks like fall is in the air. How are you doing, partner? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. We're going to do doing something good. different right now. While we're talking, we're going to go live on our Facebook page to get more interest in you people calling in in just a few minutes for this year's NFL Spectacular. Right. So what we figured out is last year we, we turned around and we gave you all our predictions and we gave you all our thoughts and our feelings and our teams and, and everybody else's team. And we figured what a great opportunity to let people call in during the show mm-hmm. and razz our teams, boost their teams, or even make a silly prediction that the Browns are going to go all the way and win it. You no, know? you don't want to hear that when I come and turn this around real quick. You folks at home can't see this. When it gets to the AFC North, I've got a bold prediction for the Browns. You're not going to believe it. Actually, you will believe it. Yeah, yeah, I probably will. Our friends will. in Cleveland probably, are not going to buy this. I probably will. But got a bold prediction. Guys, it's, it's your chance to have fun with us in just a few minutes. So I'm going to end the Facebook feed right now. Have some fun. Let's do this together. And somehow this didn't record at all, so fuck it. <laughs> because the thing didn't work right. So let's turn this back around. Now we're live on Facebook. Now we're in the midst of recording. You have just don't, a few minutes, and we're going to get into this. Don't put him in charge of anything. Oh, yeah, right? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, this, so as we previously said, um, come on, hit us up, call the lumber, uh, call either one of our numbers right now. They are both live. You can get... Four people on here if you really had to at the same time. It can See, I didn't happen. think about that. I told them first come, first it's, serve. It's We're right. not Howard Stern, man. No, it's all right. It's all right. Like I said, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it going, guys. Throw in, your, throw in your thoughts. Throw in your things. Like I said, boost up your team. Blow up our team. We don't care. It's all about having fun. It's about our favorite freaking sport in the whole wide world, football. Absolutely. Like my partner said, we did this last year, and we had fun with it. So, of course, it being one of our favorite sports, we're going to come right back and do it again. Real quick before we get into uh, the football NFL fun preview, um, that that team is going on what I think one more week, and he is going to be going on uh, four week vacation. Yeah, whatever it is. So, thoughts on that, real quick. Uh, my part. Oh Jesus! As far as Tom Brady's concerned, he fought it, and he fought it, and he fought it. He shouldn't have fought. He's teaching. Look, I always say, you know, Charles Barkley said, I'm not a role model. I'm a basketball player. John yeah. Crook said, I'm not an athlete, lady. I'm a baseball player. But you are a role model. Kids everywhere are wearing your shirt and your gear and your sneakers or what have you, whatever endorsements you have in front of you. There comes a time when you have to accept that you're showing kids the way to be mm-hmm. through your actions. We can point at Kaepernick later on. But with Brady, 
Oh, yeah. Kaepernick's I, a whole other I have, discussion. There's all, this, there's all this evidence. But I didn't do it. But we have it right here. But I didn't do it. And he's standing fast in his crybabiness. For, um, Killing for, me. For Patriots fans, does it seem like Goodall, Goodall is on an actual witch hunt? Let me let me bring it to mind. Just recently, what happened? And I and I hate the Packers. And I was happy <laughs> as shit when when he started calling Clay Matthews and especially Julius Peppers. Julius, I'm sorry, dude. You cannot be as good as you are and as productive you are year after year after year. What's he like 105, dude? Exactly. And, and you got to be on HGH. I'm sorry, dude. You, you can't be that fucking if consistent. That's the case. Julio Franco did every drug in the history of PEDs because <laughs> that guy played till he was 98 years old. Ricky Henderson, as much as I'd hate to think he was on, played till he was 46. We got right. our first call. You want to take it? Right in the middle of a live feed. Let's do it. All right. You are on the Loki and Jabroni Show. Who's on the line? What's up, Chris? It's oh, Drew from Philly. It's Drew from Philly. It's, it's that Eagles fan. <laughs> Welcome aboard, What's my going friend. going on, man? What's up? What do you got for us? Not much, man. Now, you know me. I'm an Eagles fan, die hard. But I, I have to say, we're not ready this year. So I think it's going to honestly come down to Green Bay and the Steelers in the Super Bowl. I'm going to write down right these down. Steelers the winning it, though. Green Bay, Green Bay and the Steelers, huh? And you got Green Bay yeah, taking it? Yeah, the Steelers winning it. Steelers are going to oh, win Steelers it. Steelers winning it. Yep. You, don't, you, know, you, think, uh, you think our boy Worthless Burger is going to be able to make it through the rest of the year? <laughs> <laughs> I actually do. I think that I don't think Bell's going to be a big loss for the three games that he's going to be suspended for. You know, so I think they're going to, you know, they're going to do fine. I think Ben Roethlisberger can hold that team together, and he's not going to get injured. So. Well, you, you know why? I think it'll be them. You know why Raplesberger's not going to get hurt, right? Because unlike Tony Romo, he has an offensive line that does their job. Well, I, I don't know. Did you guys see the preseason game where uh, where the Ravens played against him and they called uh, a legal hit on quarterback against yeah. him? I'm sorry, dude. That wasn't a legal hit. That that was a straight on. No, that was you're a straight about, on you're full hit. About the Ravens and the Ravens. Let's be honest. The Ravens are the defensive juggernaut every year. To hell with who Sports Illustrated picks. The Ravens are the guys every year with the most badass defense in history. Yeah. I, I have to agree with that. You know, even back in the day when they had Ed Reed, that team was just nasty. Oh, and even now, they find ways to, I don't care who it is, they find ways to bring in defensive players and just make that team defensively so good every year. And I look forward, I'm not a huge Ravens fan, but the Steelers and Ravens game, as a football fan, you've got to love watching those games. Of course. Steelers-Ravens is a lot like, say, Pats and Jets. It's a lot like the Packers and the Bears. It's a lot like the Falcons and the Saints. Or you can go Eagles, Cowboys. The, the, they're always tough against each other. If they go one and fifteen, as when they play each other, it's a war. They could suck against everybody else. When they play each other, it's a war. Absolutely. So Absolutely. you've made. You've, I just, go ahead. I'm sorry, Drew. No, you're fine. I just there's something this year with the Steelers and. You know, I just think that they're going to, even when they play the Ravens, I think they're going to be more of the smash map defense that people remember from the Steel Curtain days. Mm-hmm. I think that defense is ready to come out and prove a lot of people that even though their offense is good, hey, their defense is there too. Well, let's be honest. Uh, Denver really did win the Super Bowl on, on defense. defense. And there's been countless yeah, times where teams have arisen it, through defense. To that point, to that point, Denver went in with a game plan. You had 15-1 and one Carolina who 
I, I'm sorry. As much as I love my team, Carolina decided to take a nap the last week of the season against the Falcons. Okay, they could have run the table 16-0, and what have you. Through the playoffs, Carolina I don't, I don't was a think, beast. I don't think they did, dude. I think, I think just like you brought up the point earlier with the Ravens and the Steelers, you guys play each other twice a year. Yep. It's just like the Vikings and the Packers sure. and the Lions. We play each other twice a year. We know the ins and outs of our opponents right. like nobody's business. But you watch the Super Bowl like I watch the Super Bowl. Like, Drew, you watch the Super Bowl. Denver's game yeah. plan was, number one, stop Cam Newton. And they did it. And they Num- did. Number two, and- stop Cam Newton. And they did it again. Yep. <laughs> number three, worry about everybody else and then stop Cam Newton. And they did it. You're absolutely right. They did it, and not only that, you saw, I think, a little bit of fear in Cam Newton when he fumbled that ball and didn't go after it. You know, a defense, when they can bring that kind of pressure and show that kind of intimidation, if that happens to your quarterback, your team's done. Oh, yeah, without question. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know that was a major intimidation factor on Denver's side. Mm-hmm. So, in your division, yeah, who, you have who do you got? Who do you got in your division? Obviously, you have... Uh, Get the we have our boy Cowboys. Romo. Yeah. Romo's out for at least six weeks. They're saying, um, yeah. but but their backup is not bad. I've actually seen no, him not. some preseason throws, and yep. let me tell you, he he Look. looks like if they actually gave him some time, maybe Dak. he could do something. Dak Prescott is a very very good quarterback. He's now, intelligent. This is which one. which is something that Dallas isn't used to having right. is and intelligent this is, quarterbacks. This is something that the Cowboys always have in their back pocket. You Bledsoe, it was, I'm sorry, Aikman retires. They have Bledsoe. Bledsoe yeah. gets hurt. Here comes Romo. And if you remember those first eight games mm-hmm. Romo played, he basically sent Bledsoe into retirement. He did. Now Romo's hurt again, and Dak Prescott steps up. And again, it's preseason. Not a lot of people put a lot of weight into that, but for a kid. That's major. You're right. It It is. is. Absolutely. He's going to step up big. The big question I have for Cowboy fans, and if you're out there, hopefully somebody calls in as a Cowboy fan, is that O-line going to get him killed? Yeah. Yeah, that O-line is not looking good. No, it's a sponge. This whole thing with Tony Romo and, you know, it reminds me of when Drew Bledsoe played up in New England. He got hurt. Tom Brady steps in and just wows everybody. Great point. I'm not a Patriots fan whatsoever, but Tom Brady and a lot of people say, "Oh, that was Belichick's system, and because of him, he you know was what, good though? at Michigan." Exactly. He was intelligent. Like I said, he was intelligent. He he was a very he didn't have the arm yet. No. He he but he made some very intelligent plays. Good. Right. He exactly. Yeah. In, in in college quarterbacks, there are a few and even when he stepped up. up during that, that was the uh, that was against Oakland at home during that snowball. Where Vinatieri technically won it for him. However, when he came in, he made smart throws. Sure. It was snowing yeah. like crazy, and he's just doing these one little of his, dip-offs. One of his first games in replacing Bledsoe happened to be on my birthday back in, I want to say, 2001, 2002. Can't remember the year. I was drunk. But we went to the game. It was against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Group Mohegan Sun trip, whatever. And Brady was electric. But that's the thing that a new quarterback brings to your system is their new blood, new thinking, yeah. new process. Everybody knows Romo is slow, and he's going to spend more time on his back than a $2 hooker. However, here's that Dak That is so Prescott. true. Yeah. Here comes Dak Prescott, and now he's lighting it up. They're, in, they're energized, and they're excited. Is it going to translate into a winning season? My, my pick right now is the Cowboys yeah. go 8-8. Eight and eight. 
And that's only so, because Romo, they say Romo's going to come back in six to eight six, weeks. Yeah, yeah. So then Prescott goes to the side. They might, they could possibly go six and two until Romo comes back. If and they then go, shit look, to bed. if they go six and two, I, I dare I say they let that kid run with it then. Well, I would. Honestly, a lot of people are, are forgetting the wild card. And Chris, you can appreciate this. Look at Elliott. Oh, a yeah. A running back who, the way he puts his shoulder down and runs through guys. He's a like downhill runner. Running back oh, that's, yeah, yeah. He, he reminds you know, me of And that of, takes uh, the pressure Betts. off of the QB. Jerome Betts. Betts yes, for uh, fucking from... Uh, Betts. Yeah, the bus. The bus oh, yeah. from freaking from the Steelers. Old school Steelers. He Can't just, stop that He just fucking guts yeah. people. Just guts people. So for your division, you know, what's your breakdown? What do you got? For, first to last. Your division. Oh, I mean, honestly, I, I have to agree, you know, not to take a play off of Chris's book, but I do see Dallas going, you know, 500 even. Yeah. Only because of Romo being out, the, you know, not full NFL experience of the new QB coming in, the new running back coming in. You know, my team, we, you know, our offense needs to come together and stop dropping the football. You know, Ackerlord drops the ball too much. We have a couple of decent guys. I still see Washington winning the division, but I see Washington possibly going with 11 wins. I think the Eagles will wind up with at least maybe a 9-7 and seven record, if that, you know, only because of the offense. The defense, you know, we have the best front four. I may be biased, but we have the best front four in the league right now. And we've been proving that in preseason, you know, just killing it. And I think that's what's going to be a big key factor for us to get a lot of wins, but I still don't think we're ready to get over that hump. We need to do more work on our offense. Right. The Giants, I think the Giants are going to be right there with us at 9-7. and seven. You know, yeah, you have an explosive offense with Beckham and Cruz coming back, but you don't have that defensive presence. Speaking of Cruz, uh-huh. he, he better show something this year. Yeah, really. He, he better, because he's been, for, for the last year, but for the last three years, he's been injured too. Yeah. So he, he better yeah. he better step up and show some people something this year. Real quick before you let we let you off, I'm gonna give you my breakdown of the NFC East. And I still can't figure out why the Cowboys are in the East. Sue me, okay? <laughs> Cowboys should be in the south like the There's Texans. too many south though. I know. We could we Agreed. could possibly move the Bucks to the east and the Cowboys it, it doesn't matter. I'm not Roger Goodell. I actually have the Giants taking it. I, I see the Giants going ten and six, the Cowboys eight and eight. The Eagles I'm 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 on the fence with the Eagles. I have seven and nine written down, but I, I believe they could be a nine and seven team. You could easily flip that backwards, depending on how the other teams depends in the on how the offense. Down. Exactly. I have the Redskins coming up last at six and ten. I looked at their schedule, and I really don't see too many places where the Redskins are going to break through, except three games in their own division. I got them. I'm gonna, I got them going one and one against the division. Nice. But I like that. I like those stats. Yeah, you got a point. And when you listen back, listen later. I got a big problem with the fucking Seahawks, and you're going to hear about it later. <laughs> <laughs> so when this well, drops later right. on tonight, check it out. Yeah, well, definitely. All right, Loki, when you come to Philly, I'll be waiting for you, man. When you come down to Philly and the Philly are playing, oh, we're right, looking, we're looking forward to it, man. We're looking forward to Take it. Take him to Pat's. I'm not messing we're, around. My boy, my yeah, boys are excited not, about not this. That, not that Gino's crap. We're taking you to Pat's. Man. Oh, I know, I know. I already hey. know. I already know that Gino's crap. <laughs> oh, we got you on the phone. Hey, once again, we said it before. We'll say it again. Congratulations on the birth of your son, little Kevin Harvick, Andrew DeCarlis. Very happy for you. Very Thank you very happy. much. 
Very proud of you. Hope you are as good a dad as we are to our kids. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. It means a lot. Absolutely, right, brother. brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Definitely. Later, Later bro. So before he called in, like I said, um, it almost seems like between Julius Peppers and uh, Clay Matthews, and there was another name on there. Oh, freaking um, ah, freaking D-Tackle, I think, from the Lions. I can't remember his name right now. I remember who you're talking about. But, I can't remember the name. You're right. But so, so, so Goodell says, listen, you guys got to show up to a meeting. And if you don't show up to this meeting, we're going to suspend you indefinitely. And this meeting was about their names being on the list of the list of people that were positive in the HGH, you know, whatever, whatever bull crap. Mm -hmm. Well, they have this meeting. They all show up at their respective camps and they all show up and, and, and go to their Skype and do this whole meeting. At the end of the meeting, they say no conclusive evidence has been found out that any of these athletes we're on HGH at any time. At what point? That's that, that's the, that's that's the conclusive evidence. So so my point is, and as much as like I said, I don't like being. You know, I'm not a Packers fan in any stretch of the imagination. When do players get sick of this shit? Tom Brady, as much as we you know we hounded him and we we bashed him and slapped him around, he was attacked a lot. Oh, absolutely. When they when they went when one avenue didn't work, they went to the other avenue. You also have to when remember, they went to this avenue, this avenue. You know what I'm saying? Until you. finally they got something that stuck. I got you, but you also have to remember that Tom Brady plays in one of the five or six most major markets in the country, so the media blitz is going to be heavier. Oh, fuck yeah. You're also talking about a guy. You're a winner too. Exactly. Oh, a winner. you just made my point. You're talking about a guy who's won four rings and six or seven chances. And, and for those of you who are going to say this, there's asterisks next to those. It don't matter. It doesn't do you, matter. Do you have those rings? No, you don't. Does your team have those rings? No, they don't. Tom Brady can go like this with his fucking whole hand. He can go all four horsemen on you and have a ring on each hand. And, exactly. And if he wants to go this hand, he's got like, what, one, two, three, three MVPs? Yep. So he can continue on to the next hand with those Look, fucking the, the MVP guy, rings. The guy was lambasted in the media, and when it came out originally, there's a shadow of doubt. There's mm -hmm. always a shadow of doubt. Oh, I said the same yeah. thing about. I think he did it. I said Absolutely. the same thing about a lot of baseball. I said it about Ortiz. You know, in baseball, I said it. You know, when Rodriguez at first, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit back and wait. And then the more it came out, the more evidence it came out, and I'm a diehard Yankee fan with an NY interlocking on my arm, tattooed for life. I said, screw that guy. He should he should be punished. Look, <laughs> I can't get over how Patriots fans ignore. If it were. I'm throwing it out here. If it were Eli Manning, oh, suspend him, fine him, do this, do that. Tom Brady, oh, no, not Tom Brady. Yeah. No, not Tom. Tom Brady couldn't not do Tom, that. Tom Brady could do that. <laughs> I don't have the, I don't have the Listen, thing up. I'm waiting my, for the My phone point call. is this, okay? Chris is having a bad season. So as Chris is on the sidelines, I come up with a nice little needle. Now, he doesn't know that I poke him. He just feels a prick and gets mad. And then I say, that's ah, all right, dude. That was just a serum to help you with your allergies that are going on right now. Now, granted, he has no clue whatsoever that I just injected him with the human growth serum. Now, I continue to do this throughout the year. He does not know I continuously do this. He thinks it's a flu shot. Now, when they go to these meetings and they have this whole setup where they're sitting there thinking, hey, look, this is what's going on right now. We have this. We're on this list. We didn't do this. I didn't do this that I know of. 
Well, of course they didn't know about it because nobody fucking told them what they were getting stuck with. I have a problem with that theory only because if you're a professional You're in the military. Athlete, yes. How many times did you get stuck in that line? What the fuck did they stick you with? You still have no clue, do you? No. <laughs> you no. Mean, we, were, we were in a cattle line. Oh, heck yeah. That went from the outside to six nurses, all of them having needles. Shooting boop, something boop, different. Boop, boop, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. For all, all, I, for all I know, they were injecting us with all the uh, unborn life of Krypton. We, I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But and that's my point. If you're a professional athlete... You are definitely, unless you're a big, fat, 350-pound lineman who's only watching cheeseburgers go into your system, you are very careful about what you eat, how you eat, what you put into your system. You hope. You would hope. I'm not, I'm not blaming all of them. I'm saying you are acutely aware 90% of the time what's going into your system. Yeah. I don't buy the I didn't know. Don't tell me, Barry Bonds in baseball, that you did not know... What was going into your system? Your head grew three hat sizes. How do you not know? That doesn't happen eating cheeseburgers and taking supplements from GNC, dude. Right. Peyton, doesn't. Peyton doesn't get the V on his forehead. Like, that thing grew. <laughs> grew, people. I wonder what he's going to do this year on Sunday morning. Uh, all right. So thanks to uh, Drew calling in. We you already have the it. NFC East taken care of. So let's kick over to the AFC East and right. see what you got going on there because I think we'll probably have some uh, – Patriots fans. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go from the bottom to the top, like we did last year. Um, I, I did. I, I bought a couple of magazines. I got one given to me. I wanted to look at the schedule. I kind of mapped everything. I know? actually have a, a little. I have a mini schedule of all nice. the teams. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, well, so. I've seen those. Yep. Um, the, the Jets are gonna still be the Jets. They're gonna be six and ten. The my Jets. Opinion. The Jets aren't gonna find a way to win until they stop being selfish. These hard knocks videos and all this other shit that they're doing right now, they're just trying to get their name out there, I think. And what they need to do is go back to old hard knocks fucking football. You need to have a coach that gives a shit about your team, number one. Mm-hmm. You need to have a quarterback, number two. This, this fucking, it's, uh, it's not Fitzpatrick, right? Is it still I Fitz- believe it's still Ryan Fitzpatrick. It is still yeah. Fitzpatrick, right? Dude, like, let him go. I'm sorry. He's... But all these – what bothers me about them is all these other players that they bring in are either – they were awesome somewhere else. Dude, you got incredible wide receivers. You have have our boy Brandon Marshall out there, and you have fucking Eric Decker. Right. There is no – Eric Decker's badass. Dude, exactly. There is no reason why Ryan Fitzpatrick shouldn't be able to put this shit together, dude. Seriously. I mean – Geno Smith couldn't fucking do it, obviously, right. because he sucks. And he was punching people in the face. And he sucks. Like, let's be honest, Geno, you suck. You're not a good quarterback, dude. I, how you made it through college is beyond <laughs> me. It really is. But when you have – I mean, people look at Kurt Warner and they say, oh, listen, this guy was a, a grocery – you know, he was a bag in groceries one minute and he's doing this the next minute. Dude, look who he was throwing to. Isaac Bruce – and fucking, um, what's the other guy? Fucking, uh, uh, Holt, Tory Holt. Yes, Tory Holt. But they forget, and what they forget is he was playing arena league. He was only bagging no, groceries still, to keep himself, right. you know, busy he, and active. He, he was still good. All they did when, when he went to the Rams was help him with his craft. Of course. Become better. And what'd he do? He won two Super Bowls. They became the greatest show on turf. They were fantastic. They, they absolutely, but that's what I'm saying. So if but you they have had all the pieces in place, if you have Eric Decker, special. And you have Brandon Marshall. Mm-hmm. Brandon 
fucking Marshall people, all right? He's still got it. Yeah. He still freaking has it. There's no doubt in my mind. If you have those two people that you're throwing to, even if you have a mediocre quarterback, right. you're fine. Right. You're fine. The problem is they don't have a freaking running game worth a crap. I agree with and, that. And they, their play action is hot garbage. Oh, absolute absolutely. hot garbage. So, guys, once again, I see we've got some people joining in on the Facebook live feed. Go to the Logan Jabroni Show Facebook page. Hit the call now button. Be a part of this NFL preview. I'm gonna break, I, I just broke down the Jets 6 and 10. You did a fantastic job. Uh, the Dolphins and the Bills are going to come in 8 and 8. Now, they're going to be interchangeable. I think Tannehill is actually going to have a breakout year this year. I don't doubt that. I think he will. He's due for it. Uh, this is his third year. If I'm not mistaken, right? No, give or take. So, and this is this is time to prove. Unfortunately, it was supposed to be Bridgewater's year to prove himself. Third year. This is this is where the team decides if they're going to make ways with you or break ways with you. Right, right. And how they do that is how you do good. So it really it's up to Tannehill this year. I really do. I, I think Tannehill right. is either going to have this incredible year or he's going to completely. Depending flop. on how they do against each other, two and three Bills and Dolphins are interchangeable. They that one could go <clears> above <throat> the other. Neither of them, unfortunately, in my opinion, okay. are going to be playoff worthy. Let me give you the stick. Quick, quick on the Bills. Uh, Sammy Watkins. Yep. This is going to be his sophomore year. Last year being his rookie season, I believe he was in the run, runnings for rookie of the year, but he didn't get it. Somebody else took it from him, I believe. He had, an, he had a very good rookie season. Mm-hmm. If he has a good sophomore season, which that's the, that's the if part right oh, here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a big if. They all have that problem. They will, they will be better than the Dolphins. Okay. That's but but it really does depend on Watkins. They right. they need him to step up this year. And Pat's um you just gotta go Vikings from one of the one of the viewers, uh Stacy Stevens. Coach Stacy, how did I not know? Um You guys need to start going to the Facebook page, clicking the button, calling in. All I, I love all your comments. They're fantastic. I'm turning this around. But we're looking for you to talk and we're looking for you to say what you need to say and Everything you've said is is fantastic. I'm going to put the Bills in that spot. I had two and three. You can you can see the eight and eight on my paper. And like I said, but they can flip. There, sure. There's there's you know it is a team it is a team sport. We all know that. However, there are a couple paper, a couple players that will make it sure or break it for right. you. And in my opinion, Tannehill for the Dolphins is is that guy that's going to make it or break it for the Dolphins. Yep. And Watkins for the Bills. All I right, mean, and unfortunately, and I know Pats, I know they're going to nobody wants to hear it. The Pats are eleven and five, and they're going to take the they're going to they're going to go through um, Garcia Ferrari. I think he can. <laughs> I think he could pull th- probably about two of these wins at least. He didn't look very good in preseason. I will say Not that really that rookie that they picked up though. Can't let, remember his name. Uh, let number him play. Seven, yeah, let oh, him he play. Was, he was fantastic. he was he was on fire, man. He was on fire. I'll tell you what, Garcia Ferrari. If you're not doing good, set him to the side and let this rookie All play right, for a little bit. We're going to end the live feed. So, guys, if, if you want to. Be a part of this, and you're watching the live Facebook feed now. Go to the Facebook page. Hit the click to call button. Get in on the action of the NFL preview. Having said that, um, you pick. Why don't we go to the north? Doing this the next NFC minute. North. All right, Whoa, NFC hello. North. So, look, I, I had a Obviously, had we have all found out um, that Teddy Bridgewater dislocated his knee and tore his ACL. Now, in case y'all don't know what the ACL is, it is a tendon that connects essentially... Anterior cruciate ligament. Exactly. It, it pretty much holds the lower part of your leg to the upper part <laughs> of your leg, and it allows you to do those quick little moves and turns and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So when you tear an ACL, 
you have the stability of your knee still being intact. Yep. Usually. More often than not. However, when you dislocate your knee, that means that that tendon is now free flowing. And if your leg twists while being dislocated, yeah, that's almost what happened to Bridgewater. So it was not only just a season ender, it could have been a career ender. Had so they, the are doctors, saying, they are saying he's out for the season. He's done. He's okay. done for the season. He's definitely done for the season. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, they're even talking if, if he can't get past it, it could be two seasons. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But, no, it was, it was that bad. We have – listen, our, our boy freaking Matt uh, Bar, Bar was out there, right? Mm-hmm. He's this big fucking middle linebacker, one of our best linebackers, right? Puking his guts out by the sight of the injury. On the field, puking his guts out. That should Reminds tell me you of Lawrence Taylor and uh, Theismann. When he freaking broke the guy's fucking... Oh, my Taylor, God. Taylor's mind was squashed. Yeah, oh, dude. I, I still can't watch that. I'd rather watch Tim Crumry and his flailing leg go over the <laughs> end zone in that game than I would the Theismann break oh, nine times dude, out that of was, ten. that was horrible. I'd that rather horrible. watch Clint Malarchuk. If you guys don't know who he is, go look up Clint Malarchuk hockey injury. I would rather watch that. So with that, then this break with that injury in mind, that brings Sean Hill to carry the Vikings on his. I'm I'm judging by the look on your 15 face. season uh-huh. career shoulders with 16 wins and 17 losses under his 16 year fucking high or 15. But he's not been proven as a starter. He was never a starter. He's never been a starter. He's never been a starter. I don't worry about Sean Hill. And and I'm My, gonna, if I can speak from the other side, I know you're wearing the purple and gold and that's and that's your your boys and you're worried. I'm not worried about the Vikings. That well that's that's my the point. Rest of the is team I'm is actually carry not that I'm actually not worried because we still have our defense. We still have Adrian Peterson. Teddy Bridgewater, as much as we love him and as much as he is this enigmatic character behind closed doors and in that locker room, that's the biggest thing that this yeah. team is going to miss. That kid, you know what I'm saying? That fun that he brings to the game. That's what's going to be missed. Mm-hmm. We're not going to miss his eight touchdowns, or I think it was 12 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. You know, that was last year's stats. Yeah. He was mediocre at best. Let's be honest, dude. He didn't really start catching up until the end of the season. Like, and even the playoff game, it took until the second half for him. Like, he still has the shakes. But at least he got it back in the second no, half. No, and that's my point is, yes, he's shown to be a great quarterback. He's shown to be a great quarterback at times. Mm-hmm. However, we don't need a great quarterback to keep things going right now. No. We need an average quarterback that can keep the interceptions down and keep the ball moving so our exactly. defense can continue to do what it's going to do. I'm, I'm going to piss off a lot of people here. There's a reason why Trent Dilfer has a ring and Dan Marino doesn't. Exactly. And Dan Marino's off. And there's a reason why fucking Brad Johnson has a fucking ring and fucking Dan Marino doesn't. Exactly. Joe Flacco has a ring and Dan Marino doesn't. And a hell of a goddamn paycheck. That dude gets paid for nothing, dude. So with that being said, if Sean Hill can just do that for us and just make sure he keeps those interceptions to a minimum and just keep us in the game, that's all I ask. Our defense will do it. I do strongly believe we will still be NFC champions. I, I do. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, not NFC. I'm sorry, NFC, NFC North? North champions. I've I think got, we're gonna. I got it down. I think we're gonna keep that. Much to the Packers' hatred. Listen, I know Jordy Nelson's coming back. That's a huge weapon for for our boy, freaking um, Aaron Rodgers. Yep. How is he gonna be after that though? 
Let's be honest. Yeah, after that. Very few people can come back. Adrian Peterson is a rare beast. Yep. Very rare beast. And I'm even going to say Wes Welker is a very rare beast. Mm -hmm. He came back and he just tore shit up. How was how was Gronk when he came back? I don't recall. Very stiff. I I, I don't watch a lot of very, Patriots football. Very stiff. Yeah, no, but but he was very stiff. He was he? He was very ginger on that. You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem. A couple games to get your speed back. And sometimes not ever. Some um, people never get that true. back. You know what I'm saying? And Jordy true. Nelson is a slot receiver. He's in the area where you're getting beat up. You're, you're in the area where you're constantly getting Where you get the 5 around. to 11 yards to make the, the tough Exactly. Plays, the tough exactly. Plays. And you hope that somebody misses the tackle. Right. And I'm not, you know, again, I, I know people are going to be looking at this and going, oh, you're kissing his ass. No, I had the Packers and the Vikings at 11 and 5. Which I think is doable. I do. I, 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 I believe that. And as tough as the league is right now, we can even probably drop that to 10 and 6 for sure. both of them. Because but it's going to be it's I also, be when I broke down the schedule, I had the Vikings beating the Packers twice. So that eleven and five, when you get that playoff right. scenario, you have the upper hand on your tie. The Vikings take the division. Um, I have the Packers second, also at eleven and five. Um, the Bears, I'm giving a lot of credit to this year. I don't know why. Um, our friend Mark Azarju has already chimed in on the Facebook page and says, "I know my team sucks. At least we can beat Cleveland." That's a good point. But you guys are better than you think you are, Mark. I'm, I'm calling seven and nine right now for the Bears. I have the Lions bringing up the back at four and twelve. Lions are going to have a terrible season. Yes, this they year. are. They got a lot of finding to do. They Matt Stafford figure. needs to lose they, weight. Matt Stafford needs to lose a job. <laughs> he was killer for like five years, and then what yeah, happened? Yeah, because he, he was he, throwing a freaking uh, Calvin Johnson, dude. Come on, he was threatening. You could have been killing for thirty uh, years. Look, I, I get it. I get it. Calvin Johnson is rare. And I say Jerry Rice, rare. Yes. Michael Irvin, rare. Yes. He is one of those guys that he could catch a Dude, cold. He retired in early Miami. for a reason. Right. Calvin Johnson could catch a cold in Miami in 100 degree heat. That's how good he is. Mm-hmm. But there were other weapons. And when they knew, you know, Megatron was double covered, he could throw to these other weapons. Now yeah. those are his weapons. Matt Stafford, somewhere in the last three years, must have discovered In-N-Out Burger or Sonic or something because the boy keeps getting fatter and fatter and fatter. You need to be a mobile quarterback. You need to be able to get out of the way. You need to be able to shake off these defenders that are coming to kill your ass. Matt Stafford, until he gets on Jenny Craig, is going to be the laughing stock of the NFC North. The, uh, the only thing I got with the Lions is why do great – players retire early from there that's a great question what is up with that organization Sanders had good had a good five years left he bailed i mean now megatron john's i it, dude he had at least three more great years mm-hmm. i it's like i just think that organization doesn't know how to treat people i think there's something going on behind closed doors it certainly could be. that we're not I'd, seeing, I'd love to hear know? from a lions fan if any of you four people are out there yeah absolutely um you know, someone once said as a goof to us, and you stood up and defended, you know, people don't go to the Falcons game to see the Falcons. They go to see the opponents. No, look at that stadium. It's black and red till yeah. they're cold and dead. Watch a Lions game, guys. Maybe 50% of the stadium is in Lions colors. The other yeah. 50% is a mix match. It, it is. Either the opponent there or people that just got tickets sure. and rolled in. A Vikings fan <laughs> who doesn't care about the Lions versus the Bears is wearing his purple and gold just to say, screw you guys. Yeah, exactly. It's that simple. Exactly. All um, right, so let's kick on over to AFC, AFC North. North. Well, I, I'm going to start with my bold prediction. The Browns are going to run the table this year. Yeah. Yes, they are. 
0-16. They're not going to win a single freaking game. I looked at their schedule. There's not a place where I can see the Browns winning a game. And if I am wrong, I will publicly say I'm wrong. So besides the Lions, besides the Lions, the next NFL team to have a completely losing record is going to be the Browns. Will be the Browns, okay. absolutely. <laughs> uh, we talked about it earlier. I got the Ravens at 8-8. Eight and eight. Their schedule is tougher than it has been in it, years. It, it, it has, but that defense, though. That's, that's, where, that the eight, defense, that's where the first though, eight comes from. But they're, they're, they're playing a lot of the offensive juggernauts mm-hmm. with all the tools and all the skills. The Ravens are going to win those eight games on defense, and they're going to lose the other eight games because they're playing the offensive giant killer defense right, right. decimators of the league. I had the Bengals as a wild card team coming in at 10 and 6 and the Steelers I have at 12 and 4. I almost gave them 13 and 3, but there's one swing game in there against the Bengals late in the season where I think the Bengals they are always, hungry. They always seem to have And the Bengals sucked last year. I was going to say the Steelers always seem to have the Bengals number. They always seem to know how to run them. Um but yes, every once in a while the Bengals get that little fucking, that little oomph on mm-hmm. them, you know. So, yeah, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. And it, it's, it's been, historically, with the exception of the Browns, a tough division year after year where any one of those top three teams, last year I had both wild cards coming out of the yeah. north. I was wrong. But I saw Steelers, Bengals, Ravens as, you know, equals, and then come the Browns. Right, right. This year... The Bengals and the Steelers are going to separate I think, themselves. I think the Ravens are. I think the defense is going to be enough for the Ravens to get to get them a second place hmm. in that division. I think that's the only. The only, I definitely agree with the Browns. The Browns. I feel so bad for that organization. Um, hey, at least the fucking Cavs won. All right, that's mm-hmm. that's all I gotta say. At least you guys got a fucking championship yes, with the congratulations Cavs. Congratulations to the city of Cleveland. <laughs> it shows you that dreams can come true. It really does. I just got word that uh, Bradford got traded. Holy shit, I got to look into this. Um, I want to hear you about – I'm going to turn this around this All right, way. So Go to the AFC South. I want to find out this information. We're going we're gonna to kick it on Breaking over to the Breaking news on the Loki and Jabroni show. How yeah, about we that? we love that stuff, baby. So uh, we got Titans, Texans, Jags, and Colts, right? I'm breaking it down real quick. Uh, Texans, Clowney is going to be healthy this year. J.J. Watt is always impressive. I mean, let's just be honest with oh, you. Oh, you might want to stop. <clears throat> In a stunning move that thrusts the Vikings right back into the NFC North arms race, Minnesota executed a blockbuster trade for Eagles quarterback and former number one overall pick Sam Bradford. The Vikings gave up a first-round pick in 2017 and a fourth-round pick in 2018, a massive price to pay for what could amount to one season of work for Bradford. You're a Vikings fan. Your thoughts, wow. Bradford, coming to the purple and gold. Wow, we're desperate. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even couldn't even give the kid a shot, right? Uh, listen, I like Bradford. I I do. And out of everybody that was available, wow, that's probably I didn't see that coming. I really didn't. Um, what was our options? Geno Smith. Michael Vick, uh, McCown. I wouldn't have fucking, put Michael Vick in there. No, he they, they were talking he was, about he was, it. He was available. They were talking about it, and Adrian Peterson, for some fucking reason, loves to still suck that guy's dick. Um, guys, Vick, Vick, the name will be in history forever. Let, let's not take that. For good and for and, bad, and for, mostly Right, bad. right, exactly. And and it's, it's a shame it's got to be in there for bad because he really did um, – bring a, a whole other dimension to the game. He right. really did. 
Uh, there was one other person that was up in that mix, too. And I was like, oh, please don't go that route. <laughs> but, I mean, so we lost a first-round draft pick in 2017, which is, two, which is next year. And we only get him for one year? It's crazy. It's a stopgap. It's like um, I want to. You can go back to baseball. The Yankees would get a guy and rent him for a year. I know. I mean, well, I I understand we needed we needed to fill this gap. Uh, But to what price is what I'm asking? Apparently, well, listen, Rick Rick Spielman is is a fucking a genius GM. Sure, I I got to give it to him. The shit that he does, maybe you know what? Maybe he's looking at this rookie. You know, is the, he the scared? Crop, maybe, is he scared? I think he's worried because, number one, um, don't forget, next year, the Vikings are hosting the Super Bowl. Wouldn't it be great to be the first team ever, ever to play on your home field? When, it, when Atlanta went to the Super Bowl, the year after that was in Atlanta, and I thought, oh, we had such a great season. We had such a great team. Almost everybody's returning. We're going to play home field next year for the Super Bowl, and we went 4-12. and 12. To be the first team to play on your home field for the Super Bowl would be fan-fucking-tastic. And I that think is, that's that what it, they're going for, dude. That's an I advantage that other people will <clears throat> never know. The, the city of Minnesota is hungry. Mm-hmm. They're, they're hungry. St. Louis, I'm sorry, St. Paul. St. Paul, Minnesota. St. Paul, Minnesota. Yeah, St. Paul. They are hungry. They've been wanting this for a long fucking time. You know what I'm saying? To do like exactly what we said, to be the home team at a fucking Super Bowl is what we're striving for. Are you desperate at this point? Yes. Sam Bradford, uh, I guess we'll I guess we'll find out fucking this Sunday how good he's going to be because you you trade a fucking first round, he's going to be starting. All right, he's going to be fucking starting. Yeah, and I, I, I oh, you know I can't I can't go too much on this because again, Sam Bradford. He gets drafted by the Rams. He's a and we just had Andrew on the phone. He, I know. He's a bucket. He's the <laughs> one that sent me that information, so you know. He's a bucket of suck in the Rams. Then he goes to the <clears> Eagles. <throat> he's a little less of a bucket of suck. Now he's going to the Vikings. Maybe it, it, the way I'm watching this progress, he could be just what you need. I, I'm, not, I'm not upset about it. Let me put it that way. I'm not upset about it. I said from day one when Teddy Bridgewater went down, we need a quarterback that is going to not throw interceptions. That's all we fucking need. I don't need the deep ball, although that does kind of excite me a little bit because Bradford does have that deep ball. I mean, let's be honest with you, dude. He's been fucking hucking that fucking ball for quite some time. We have some big targets out there in Treadwell. So, I mean, uh, let me let me stop taking away from the AFC South because right. that's some... Um, uh, let me just say, I, I'm mixed emotions right now. I needed a better quarterback than the shit that was on the market because there was only garbage on the fucking market. Am I, mean, I happy I, that I, mean, I got, a, got, got a fucking first-round draft? Fuck no, I'm not no, happy. It's a lot, uh, However, if we do go kind of all the way, a first-round draft ain't going to be fucking shit. Right. So, look, look at it this way. You got the best of the rest, and as a, you know, let's go back to baseball, the Aaron Boones, the Brian McCanns, um, the Red Sox have had a few where they've picked up a guy late in the, uh, what, who's the guy? Bellhorn. Oh yeah. Yeah. Late in his career. And he just produces like nobody's business. We picked Holt, uh, halfway through the right, thing and right, he was right. all over the fucking place. Uh, freaking Gomes. We got him halfway mm-hmm. through the season. Guy was a beast for us. You know, absolutely. No, you can, you, you can absolutely do that. The thing is he is the, the biggest problem I have right now is he's a quarterback. 
Yep. And when you're coming into a into a, a team, it's your job to be the leader. As a quarterback, that's your job. Like, let's not take anything away from that. Teddy Bridgewater, like I said, was a kid. He brought excitement back there to these to these guys. Again. Right. The excitement. He's like, yeah, let's do this shit, guys. They're really like, whoa. He's going to have to do the same thing. He's going to have to step it up and, and, and be bigger than that. Um, so you have, real quick, Colts going number one, Jags going number two, Texans three, and Titans four. That's my I, I agree with the Titans, absolutely. I don't think they're going to get more than three wins they, this year. You know, I had them. Uh, as a matter of fact, my, we're playing them first. Yeah, I, I looked at my sheet last year, and I had the, I had the Titans, sorry, Titans at four and 12. They haven't progressed. They, no, they've no, they've, they've made they've made no they've made no intelligent decisions. Absolutely not. They haven't filled any gaps that they need. They just kind of seem like they're just sitting down there and fucking around. So yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Um, Jags, they got some nice new uniforms, but it's not enough to to get them second. I think they are going to be third. I think I'm going to flip flop this and say the Texans are going to be second. Jags will be third, and the seven, nine, eight, and eight. Uh, okay. Texans, I will actually not give them eight and eight. I think I'm going to give them a nine and seven. Ooh. And the Colts, I'm actually going to give an eleven and two. I'm sorry, eleven and five. 11 and f- no, wow, yeah, eleven and five, eleven and five. Wow. See, I, when I, look- I, I and and to be honest with you, and this is this is my this is my crazy shout. If you're all ready for this, Super Bowl this year is going to be. The Indianapolis Colts. Oh, God. And either the Vikings, if we can pull that shit together. Okay. Or the Seahawks. Wow. Okay. I had the Colts in the pack last year in the Super Bowl, and I kind of fell really freaking hard on that one. Um, on the Colts, I could see the change. To Andrew an Luck's going to have an incredible year. To an extent. Oh, we got another caller. Hold on. Andrew Luck is going to have an incredible year. Pizza Hut, pick up or delivery. Good morning, Brangie. How are hey, you, Hey, it's Frank Sadowski on the Loki Jabroni Show. What's going on, my friend? What's up, Frankie? Not much. How you guys doing? We're doing all right. Doing great. We all just right. tore Excellent. down uh, AFC South. AFC South. How about that AFC West? I'm not too high on my Let's Let's go right into the AFC West. Kick it away, Frank. I am going to make a call after this. I got a call from, uh, looks like, Minnesota. So Ooh. we're going to get a Vikings fan on the line. So uh, go ahead and break down your division for us, Frank. Well, I mean, my boys, uh, defending Super Bowl champs, I just don't see going more than 8-8 eight and eight this year. I mean, obviously the quarterback situation, the quarterback is, situation a huge, is huge issue. Yes. Um, and there's not a whole Mark lot Sanchez, out there, bro. There's, you know, no, me, me being a Vikings fan. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. but Sanchez, let's not fuck with butt fumble. <laughs> he, he, he just couldn't get it done. And I don't know about the two new kids. I mean, Paxton Lynch looked very, very strong, but... He's probably not going to get the opportunity unless this this other kid was Simeon. Yes, uh, yes. really screws up, and, and and you know we'll see what happens. But but that defense, uh, though, man, that defense, though, you guys didn't make a whole lot of changes. Be okay, there. I think as long as you have uh, and healthy all year long, I think that they're going to be strong. But that's a big uh, you know losing Lee Jackson and. Players, you know, to I guess free agency is is 
It always happens. Oh, free agency is it, not pretty in the quarterback division, bro. No. Believe me, I've been looking. Viking since, fan over since, here. Since Bridgewater no, went I'm down. I'm not sure. <laughs> I have no high expectations. At the end of the day, the season's over. Who are you looking at as your potential Super Bowl? At the end of the day, uh, uh, that's a tough one. I mean, I I, uh, I really don't know. I, I think maybe you could be looking at Somebody coming. I'm the Carolina Panthers. Okay. Okay. Panthers. NFC. to be in the Super Bowl. I think Newton grew up from that situation. He may come back and get them back to the Super Bowl as far as winning it. Uh, it's gonna be. Tough. I don't know, dude. I think I think that shit destroyed him. I think I think I think yeah, that no loss. I think that loss did a did a huge shot at fucking Cam Newton's ego. I really do. Absolutely, I completely agree. He acted like a complete child, in my opinion. No, he did. You're um, absolutely right, and he still is acting like a complete child. He still yeah. is. Listen to the media fucking shit going around him, man. He's like right back to dabbing and talking shit, like he has no respect for the fucking people that beat his ass. And I'm exactly. sorry, you got your ass beat, dude. You physically got your <laughs> ass beat. Like you know, it reminds me of Hope Solo with the soccer thing. I mean, grow up, you lost. <laughs> you got call. your ass whooped, so just Good just call. go and, and be a man or and an, move on. Or in her case, a man. Right. So <laughs> I, I just hope uh, you know. You still with us, Frank? No, oh, we lost, we lost Frankie. All right. Well, I'm gonna. Well, I got. I I think I I I do gotta kind of go with him on that one. Um, you have Chiefs twelve and four, Chargers nine and seven, Broncos nine and seven, Raiders six and ten. Raiders are a fucking mess. They don't even know if they're gonna be in fucking Oakland anymore, dude. How many times can these guys move? Did you well? Did you see the, the, the absolute, like, the Red Sox destroyed the A's last night, 16-2. to two. Didn't see it. Did you see the football, because obviously they share a field. Sure. The A's and, and the Raiders share a field. Mm-hmm. Dude, that field looked immaculate. They were like, oh, it's a baseball field. But when, when you see the Oakland Raiders play, it, looks, it still looks like a baseball field. It's like they just don't give a fuck about this team. It looks man. ugly, but they, I think that adds to the mystique and the aura. Because when you go into Oakland, and I'm going back, we got a call now from Minneapolis. Hello, it's the Loken Jabroni Show. Who is on the line, please? And the call failed. I'm going to call him back because I know I who's that, on the line. I thought that was Adrian Peterson calling us. No, no, no. <laughs> Might be bad reception. I don't so, know. So, no, I got to agree with you. Uh, the Chargers the Chargers are very strong for having that wild card. They have a very good team. You got that freaking rookie coming in for that whole setup. Uh, right. Chiefs were good last year, and the Chiefs are going to probably do the same thing this year. Like, I, right. really, I really do believe uh, you, you pretty much nailed that one. Uh, Broncos defense is going to be there. That quarterback situation, though, I think the loss of their quarterback. Is the thing was, you had you had a great backup. You had Osweiler. You know what I'm saying? Like right. he was a great quarterback, dude. All you had to do was suck his dick for a season. <laughs> Seriously, right, we're going to call her back. Serious. Hello, hello, Tommy Summers. How are you today? 
doing? How are you guys? Not too bad. Good. I wanna, What's up, Tommy? I want to say this with Tommy on the line. Tommy Summers is from the KISS podcast, Three Sides of the Coin, my inspiration for us doing this right now. So, Tommy, to you, to Michael, and to Mark, thank you so much for inspiring us. And thank you for calling us today. I'm, I'm missing everything you're saying, guys. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, oh, he's, me, got a, he's got a flip. That's I gotta why. i got to prop this up. <laughs> yeah. Well... Tommy, we're just telling the people that you are from Three Sides of the Coin, a very popular and awesome KISS podcast. You were the inspiration for us to do this. Uh-oh. I'm sorry for you guys. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, Tommy, at least we play by the rules every week. Yeah, unlike some people we know. <laughs> I, won't, I won't get into that. Um, you're a Vikings fan. That's why I reached out to you. Not only do you have the Sam Bradford thing going on right now, but we want to get your thoughts on what you see your division doing this year insofar as who's going to take it, who are the winners, who are the losers? Well, it's hard to say. I mean, you know, everyone was upset when Teddy Bridgewater went down, especially with the fact that it was a non-contact injury. And everyone's in Minnesota, everybody's piling everything on him and his development in the new stadium. So I'm not really sure. And I don't think that, um, you know, our backup quarterbacks are really all that bad. It's Again, it's all about systems and running plays. So uh, do you need the deep ball to win? I don't know. Do you? No, No, you don't. Um, And first of all, like just to go with that, I mean, our deep ball really consists of right now, Stefan Diggs, Charles Johnson on a good day, and Treadwell. And Treadwell has yet to be seen to catch that deep ball yet. They threw a couple like mid ones out to him. He hasn't really pulled in that big one. So... And he's too young. I mean, yeah, he just absolutely, absolutely. We, we, you can't throw that Moss title on him. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he's, you know, he's he's you know developing well. Although he dropped a bunch of passes um, in that fourth preseason game, but you know, they had to do something. I think they overpaid for Bradford. Oh, we were just it, talking about that, bro. <laughs> but there's no leverage. They have no leverage. No, so what right. do you do? So by not by not taking a quarterback in the fourth round this year in their draft, they're now paying for it next year with a first and another fourth. You're right. You're right. Fourth is in 2018. If I'm not mistaken, that, you know, I don't know that all I know is it was a first and a fourth, but they hadn't, I didn't read any of the stuff yet because I just literally heard about it maybe 10, 15 minutes ago. So I don't know enough about Bradford to say if this is bad. I think they had to stop the bleeding and obviously they don't have enough faith in our backups well, or they I, wouldn't be making this move. I, I don't really have faith in Sean Hill, bro. I'm He's 15 years as a backup. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I mean, how do you, how do you, and, and let's be honest, dude, this is it for us. Like, we got a brand new fucking stadium. We're trying to get the run for next year because, let's be honest, to, to be the one team to actually be home on a Super Bowl, I think that's what we're really striving for. That's the oh, team yeah. that we're creating right now. Um, Bridgewater, like I said earlier, he's, he's an enigma when he's back there, he makes it fun for these guys. So we didn't lose, say a great quarterback. We lost a great motivator and a great leader. Right. Um, can Bradford do that for us? I don't think he's that leader, but I think he's a hell of a football player. And I think that's where he's going to come in for us. Well, I'm just glad it wasn't Kaepernick. Oh, thank you, bro. Thank you. So many people are like, oh, he's going to Minnesota. No, because that, that will be the straw that breaks my fucking back because I don't think we're that stupid. I got extra Falcon jerseys for you at the ring. I, I really don't think we're that stupid, number one. No, we were 10 years ago. 
<laughs> you know, I think that it'll be an interesting year. At least they're they're trying to sell hope more yes. than anything. Yes. And Sean, he's been forever, and he's probably a perfect backup to come in to finish a game, but not to lead the team throughout exactly. an entire season. So the, exactly. the big question then is, is, if Bradford fits their scheme, which they obviously feel that he does, how long does it take, now that we're already done with all the preseason games, to get him dialed in and get him out of the field? That's a great question, because right. I have the Vikings right now taking that division at 11-5. and five. I would say three out of the five losses come in those first five games, and once he gets his feet wet, he's going to be a terror for the other team. Don't forget, we still have Adrian Peterson out there. I agree there. with that, but I'm going to point, as far as the quarterback is concerned, I will point to Matt Schaub, who sat the bench for Michael Vick, who sat the bench for Matt Ryan. He went to Houston and lit it up. And all he right. did, he just absorbed that information. Now, let's go back to Bradford. He absorbed the Rams' information. Then he moves on, and he absorbs the Eagles', the Eagles information. The, yeah, but the Eagles offensive playbook is not that much different than the Minnesota offensive playbook. We're very similar in that almost West Coast run first, pass later question. I mean, Fair. you think about it. How long did they have, uh, what was it, um, uh, with the McC- McNabb? No, 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 uh, the, the running back there, the Eagles running back, that badass that took off to uh, – to the Bills. McAllister? No, no, no. Mc, Westbrook? Uh, McC- McCoy. McCoy. Mc- McCoy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. They, they would, they would, and it's the same thing. When you have Adrian Peterson, dude, we don't even have to hand in the ball. You already think it's going to. So if we do a play action, instantly the linebackers are stiff. So you're saying when teams play the Vikings, they're looking at Adrian Peterson, Adrian Peterson oh, yeah. alone. Much like when teams are playing yes. Carolina, they're yes. looking at Cam Newton and Cam Newton alone. Right, exactly. Okay. Adrian Peterson well, yeah. is our target. And that's what I think Bradford Bradford sells. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm a little excited about. Bradford sells that fucking play okay. action like nobody's business. He is really good at that. So if we get that going, that'll that'll be huge. Go ahead, Tommy. Well, my, my worry is that it's going to be still predictable. I mean, it hasn't been with Zimmer. He's gotten much better with Norv Turner. I love but Zimmer. Like, I love Zimmer. Like, yeah, I do too. But like when we had um, Leslie Frazier, the problem was is I'm, I'm not a football player. I played in junior high school, but I love the game. And if I'm sitting at home and I know they're going to run, pretty good chance that the defense who's playing them knows it's going to be a run. Right. That's my worry is that you bring in a new quarterback. Will it be predictable or can they mix it up enough you know, like you said, if he can sell the play action, then maybe that solves the problem. Yeah, that's a very good point. And I think that's a huge problem that we've had is we haven't had – I mean, let's be honest with you. We've had pretty much backups forever. Um, Ponder, uh, Castle. Oh, God. You know what I mean? The, the list goes on and on, dude. Uh, fucking uh, Traverius Jackson. Let's, let's – seriously, we brought in a high level of suck for years to lose Bridgewater when we lost, it hurt. And and that and it's funny because I had so many people blow up my Facebook. Oh, did you see this? No, I'm a fucking Vikings fan. I, I, yeah, I, I missed fucking Bridgewater tearing a fucking dislocation and a goddamn ACL. I, I completely missed that. Thank God for you fucking sending me a message, you asshole. Yeah, like, but it's probably all Packer fans sending oh, you that. No, absolutely. More often than not. Absolutely. You know, did did I sit there and make fun of uh, fucking Jordy Nelson? Maybe once. You know? Well, yeah, of course. Because yeah. the Packer, I hate the Packers. I hate them so much. Absolutely. And it's not the players. I don't hate the players. I freaking hate the fans. The fans are just douchebags. They are completely. 
Oh, they're horrible. <laughs> they're oh. douchebags. And it's not just me, because if you talk to Lions fans or you talk to Bears fans, they, they all, never point at the Vikings. They yes. all point right at the Packers. You know, Tommy, exactly. every Sunday we get together with our friend <laughs> exactly. down here in Connecticut, and he's a big Bears fan, and we all sit in the little And we have cave. a Packers fan and there, we too. we do. Seven TVs, we're drinking beer, we're having a great time. It's always the Packers fans, the asshole. Oh, every time. And he always yeah. starts it with me. He does. He always starts it with me. And then when I get mouthy, people start looking at me like, oh, Mike's getting mouthy again. It's a fucking Packers fan that started it. All right? God. Totally. Well, they got lucky. Let's face it. They had a great run with Favre, and oh. now they've got a great run with Rodgers. Both are extremely talented God. quarterbacks. Really? But you're, you're look what happened right. when Favre, when Rodgers was out, what is it, two years ago for a while? sucks. They're done yeah. after that. At least we have a solid team in the respect that, look at Bridgewater. He didn't have a stellar year last year, no. and they still won that number of games. Absolutely. The, Absolutely. Thing that, the, thing, the only thing I can say bad about Bridgewater is last year, Mike, if you remember that weekend, we had Ohio State-Michigan on Saturday, Vikings-Falcons on Sunday, and Bridgewater walked into Atlanta, raided our fridge, kissed our wives, stole our children, and left. He, he does that. You guys he, decimated him. He will have a game like that where you're like, who the fuck was that? And you're like, right. that was Bridgewater? Like, like, he has the capability of being a great quarterback. And that's, that's, that's what was such a bitch about losing him this year is, you know, he really did have a, he had a chance. And this, this was his year to prove it. This, you know, we put a lot of fucking, a lot of work into this kid. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think the reason they chose, uh, Bradford is because I think he's actually could possibly be a semi long term, you know, Hey, dude! I'll tell you what. If uh, the way that they're talking, they said that that injury was so atrocious that it was on a borderline of it being career-ending. Like he dislocated his knee and then it twisted, so that ACL got damaged after the dislocation. So if right. the medical personnel wasn't on top of that, we would be looking at Bridgewater be done, be done. And yeah. they're even saying that it might not be one year; it might be two years. That's so, why I think they went and got Bradford rather than a, a short-term solution because there's no guarantee Teddy's coming back. Exactly, and, and, le and let's be honest, dude. We do have one of the best GMs in the business. You Fucking Rick Spielman. Dude, he, I, I used to hate the douchebag. I really did when he first came in. But since he got us Adrian Peterson, the guy has been on fire. He loves Minnesota. He loves he, – he wants a championship for this team. And he's building every single game. And that's what I'm saying. And this was his decision. I know this was his decision. So in Spielman, I trust. He saw something <laughs> in this kid that maybe the rest of us aren't seeing. Like I said, I really do believe he's a very strong play-action fucking player. So yep. he sells that. We have Adrian Peterson. It might be all we need. Uh, real quick, though, Jordy Nelson, how do you think he's going to be after that injury this year? Hard to say. I think he's going to give it all he's got, but at the same time, I'm sure, just like anybody else who has an injury like that, you're a little bit timid. Exactly. You know, but that's all they have because none of the other guys <laughs> stepped up to the plate last year. Yes, yes, exactly. So double cover Jordy Nelson, you got a pretty good shot of stopping or, or, him. Or just, or just put fucking Smith on him. Is that little fucking Wolverine not a badass or what, dude? I love totally. fucking Smith, dude. Harry yeah. the Hitman, he's the fucking man. And we paid him this year, and I'm so glad we did. I am oh, so absolutely. happy for that contract. You can't let that guy leave. Fuck Absolutely no. Not. Fuck no. Can you see you know? can you see Minnesota in the Super Bowl this year, Tommy? You know, I'd be a little bit shy of 
but it'll be hard. More, we'll know more by probably week five or week six. Okay. I'd like to believe that they will, but I do believe they'll make the playoffs. I didn't last week right. or earlier this week. Now I believe with Bradford they will because the problem. I mean, perfect, but he's certainly better than a lot of the other <laughs> alternatives that they had. Oh, we had no alternatives, bro. You know, because, like, look at Stafford in Detroit. He's got nobody to throw to. We were just talking about yep, that, Stafford. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I mean, Anquan Bolden, great, but he's about at the end of his career. I think that was a <laughs> devastating loss when um, Megatron quit when he retired. That that And being <sighs> same division, we were just talking about that. Your thoughts on that division and losing great players to retirement early. What's up with that? Oh, I think people want to walk away with a, with their body intact, and, and it's you know it, this isn't like Gene Simmons where you got to keep getting more money, <laughs> you know. Kind of like drop in. That was a good drop in. That was awesome. Yeah, you know. Well, it's like because I think so, how much money do you need at some point? I think a lot of people just want to walk away whole. Exactly. And so, I think Barry Sanders did the same thing in the, with the Lions yeah. back when. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So real quick, but, from one Minnesota fan to another. 2017, obviously, we are hosting the Super Bowl. Or, I'm sorry, 2018, 18. we're, we're hosting the Super Bowl. Are we there? I'd like to believe we are. I, and I, I do, That's, too. that's I, why I, they, they went for Bradford. And I'm just grateful, because like, at least here locally, the press has been all over just the most insane scenarios like oh, I know. Favre. Oh, I'm all you over know. that. I'm all, yeah, I know. Did you see that Favre freaking one that they wrote? I was dying. I think it was uh, the Minnesota Star or something like that. They wrote this yeah. whole Favre article. Dude, I was dying. I loved oh, it. Oh, and they were going on it, and they even said that they thought Ponder might be an acceptable. <laughs> yeah. I would quit being a Vikings fan. Oh, if we brought Ponder back? Oh, my God. Are you serious? Oh, they would be chasing him down the street with fire. <laughs> you know, he's horrible. Fire. It is great to hear what someone who's actually in the area like you are. And we had, a, we had someone calling earlier from Philadelphia. You're there. You get to see day-to-day the ins and the outs of the Vikings workings and how the fans are reacting. It is refreshing to hear this right now, my friend. Yeah, I, well, and if you guys are, and anyone that's listening to this, if you're a big fan of the Vikings, check out K-Fan during the week. Paul Allen, he's yes. the guy that calls the games. Yes. I get more information yes. from him and Paul Churchian than anybody. Absolutely, dude. He's Mike's a all great up person. To him, oh, yeah, I got him on my Facebook page. It's absolutely true. Um, I'm not going to be making it out there this year, unfortunately. I'm going down to Philly to see them play. But next year, I already promised my son we're going to go see that new stadium. So, uh, oh, it's I was there last week for Metallica. It's freaking believable. Dude, they've they've already opened that thing up for everything. They've had FIFA there. They've had Metallica there. Let me stop you, Mike, real quick. Tommy and I are friends on Facebook, obviously through the whole Kiss Connection and Three Sides of the Coin. He sees the best shows. Pictures with Nikki Six. He had the meet and greet with Kiss, what, two weeks ago, Tom? I'm working on that. Yeah, probably. Good shit keeps happening. It does. It really does. And 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 I got to tell you, all of these guys, all of the members of Kiss and all these other bands, Nikki, they're all genuinely nice people. No matter what people say, they're truly nice people because they go out of their way to spend time with you and talk with you, and they don't have to do that. That's no, absolutely. fantastic. My last question is: Is meatloaf for dinner tonight? <laughs> Probably not, but I'm sure that Mark will be in between his all of his swinging. Make, make sure you stuff some uh, mac and cheese in that meatloaf, baby. Guys, there you go. Guys, his name is Tommy Summers. Check out his podcast. Why don't you ask him the uh, what's the uh, what's what's the prediction this year? What's oh your Super yeah, Bowl we need prediction? a Super Bowl prediction. Oh, 
Uh, I'd like to believe that the Patriots won't make it. Thank God. Yeah, I don't have the Yeah, uh, I, I think that the Broncos won't make it. Yep, don't have them either. Um, man, that's a tough one because I haven't had, unfortunately I've, been really, fortunately, I've been busy with work, but I haven't had a chance to watch too much preseason. Not that that's you yeah. know going to determine things, but I guess I would, I would go, oh, I'd like to say the Vikings. I really would, okay. but I just don't know if I got I got Colts Vikings if it makes you feel any better. Yeah, you do. Oh, interesting. You think the Colts can go? I think this year Andrew Luck is going to have a hell of a year. I I just I have a feeling he he's just got this breakout year coming through him. I really do, and the Colts need it. And to be honest with you, I think we're going to be like the underdogs now since Bridgewater's out, and a lot of people are going to start pointing their fingers at the Packers, saying, "Nope, nope, they're the team, they're the team," and and we we love. When people throw us in the dirt, the Vikings play better when people are spitting on us. I I really like when people are all kissing our butts. We suck when people hate us. (laughs) Okay, so then I'm going to make a bold prediction. I'll go uh, Cincinnati Bengals and the Vikings. Yeah. Oh, Zimmer's old team. I like that. I like that. Well, I think that the Bengals, hopefully those idiots have learned from their mistakes last year. (laughs) I think they've got a solid team. They do. You know, they looked really good in preseason, at least what I saw. They do have a good team. They just, they don't, they lost Zimmer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fantastic. Guys, the name of the podcast is Three Sides of the Coin. It's a KISS podcast. Even if you don't like them, check them out at least once. It's Mike Branvold. It's Tommy Summers. It's Mark Cicchini. It's always a fun time. By the way, the Craig Gass episode had me on my ass. Oh, yeah. He's a really nice guy. We've been trying to get him on for quite some time. Uh, Alice Cooper. He's like, dude, I want to come on. But, you know, so busy. So he'll come back on again, I think, too. Excellent. And thank thank you for... Yeah, if any of you listeners listeners out there like the band, come check us out and, you know, you can waste two hours of your life that you'll never get back. It's never a waste. It's never a waste, Unless it's a Vinnie Vincent discussion, it's never a waste. (laughs) (laughs) Vinnie Vincent. Or a Crazy Nights discussion, let's be honest. (laughs) Exactly. Well, there's only a couple people, I think, that like that record. Mike and, like, his family, I'm not sure. No, Jericho. Oh, I forgot Jericho. Freaking Jericho, he emails us all the time. Like, arguing with us about one thing or another. It's like, you guys are wrong. And it's like, okay, you've been hitting the head one too many times with a chair. Right. Yeah. Chris, because the, you're, no way, you know. Oh, my don't, Lord. don't forget, dude, he took, what, four concertos in one year? Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Much All right, Tommy. Go Tom. Vikes, brother. Thank you for calling in. Yeah. You guys have a great day. Thank you, too, you brother. Too. All right. See ya. Later. All right. So let's go to your division real quick. All right. <clears throat> Now, see, here's where I had a problem. I'm a homer. I'm going to tell you I'm a homer. Fuck yeah. But I looked at the schedule. I did, I did my homework. So I'm going to start at the bottom. I'm going to work my way up. I was hoping to have Buccaneers fans, uh, not Buccaneers fans, Saints fans call in. I know three in my entire life. I was hoping to have at least one of the three call in and make a prediction. Didn't happen. Okay. The Bucks are a 5-11 and 11 team. They're going to bring up the rear. I see that it's a very weak schedule out of division for the NFC South. So the Buccaneers are going to be 5-11. and 11. They're going to pick up five gimme wins. In number three, 
I have the Saints at 6 and 10. I had the Saints lower until I remembered that James Laurinaitis is there, man. And James Laurinaitis is a defensive beast. And James Laurinaitis has enough gumption and just fire. Um, I wish I would have asked Tommy about this when he was on the line. James Laurinaitis is a Minnesota boy. Minnesota raised, Minnesota bred. Went to Ohio State. Goes on to the Rams. I have the Rams jersey. And I think Mike will agree, once he's back in the room, I think Mike will agree that James Laurinaitis will boost any defense he's a part of. And look who just walked back in. It's Mike Smith. Sorry, I had to get those beers. I understand. So I had the Bucks at 5-11, and 11, as the listeners already know. And he's getting called out again. Um, I have the Falcons at number two until Mike comes back and I ask him for his opinion. I have the Falcons at number two at nine and seven, and I have the Falcons taking the wild card. I just look at their strength of schedule. The Falcons have a weak schedule. Outside of division, Falcons have a weak schedule. They can pick up enough wins to make make the playoffs. Mike's back now, so we're going to I go think back. I, I got to agree with you there. Um, I think the Panthers are going to have a strong run. The problem I have with that is I really do think the damage has already been done to Cam Newton. He has a very, very delicate ego. Or... Is this going to be motivation for Cam Newton to say, you know what? I made the dance. Mm-mm. I've tasted. No. Wait, let me let me let me finish because no, you know, I, I'm letting you finish. I'm just we'll, saying. We'll go to baseball. I mean, how many times have the Red Sox been like right there and they say we've tasted it? Now we want it. And three championships in ten years. I'm thinking. My thinking is, and I hate to say it because again, in division rival, Cam Newton has been to the dance. He didn't win. But he's been to the dance. Does he want it more? I, I look at. I, I'm going to run it back to you now. Bucks five and eleven. Saints six and ten, and that's generous because. And I'm I, I'm not kissing anybody's ass. James Laurinaitis is enough to stop people and get the Saints six wins. James yeah. Laurinaitis is, a and beast. let's not forget they still have Drew Brees. Right. He's still he's still one of the Falcons schedule is is I don't want to say weak enough. It's it's a very interesting schedule, but I think they have enough to go nine and seven and take that second wild card because I have my first wild card is the Packers. The Panthers are still the class of the field. You cannot discount I, that team. Almost I agree. everybody's coming back. I agree. Everybody is coming back. The problem, like I said, is in their leader. Mm-hmm. I think Cam took a really hard shot. I think he thought he would just be able to carry this whole thing on his back and run it into the end zone like he did everything else. And I really wish we would have got some safe and, fans. And, the Denver, and, and Denver itself said, hey, no, it's not happening, dude. Pretty much. I, I don't. I, with his dab shit that he did last year, with him pulling fucking fans, you know, signs out of their hands, he was acting like a fool last year. Let's be honest, I think dude. that was ego versus anything else. I think, they, you know, they were tough. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. They were if, on pace if, to run look, the table look, until if you Atlanta are in my house and you're f- waving around a Packers fucking flag, I'm going to grab it. I'm going to stomp on it. Yep. I'm going to tell you get the fuck out of my house. Right. I agree with that. Agreed. I agree with him. The problem is I don't think he's going to heal that fast. I think internally the damage has been done. I think it's there. I think Cam Newton internally is a damaged soul, and he's going to need at least half this season to get his confidence You back. are really not going to like the end of this. I can <laughs> tell now. All right, so how much in agreement are you with the NFC South? I have Bucks in four, Saints in three, Falcons in two, Panthers in one. 
Panthers going to be the. I agree, they're going to be the, the the league of the division. Um, I really do believe that you guys are going to be better than the Saints. Um, I actually have money going on right now because uh, my man, one of not my manager, but the manager of a different department, a thinks, thinks that the Buccaneers are going to do better than the Vikings this year, and I have a bottle of single barrel Jack on it. So yeah, I, I look forward to taking that first shot. Uh, me too. He's going to lose. Me too. Uh, I was like, yeah, you're going to be lucky if you get five wins this fucking year, buddy. But okay, right. whatever. So yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that. All right, we're going to move to the AFC West. This and that, is, no, that's the very last one we have oh, is that one right oh, there. I didn't get a chance to weigh in on this, unfortunately. Oh, go ahead. Let go me, ahead let me real in. quick weigh in on the AFC West. I'm not kissing Nathan Hunt from Shaman's Harvest ass, but the Chiefs went on a we already last said, year. Yeah, and there, there's no reason why they're not going to this year. Chiefs are top. Uh, listen, Reed can only take them as far as he will let them go. And, Do you yeah. hear me, Andy Reid? You are the reason they lost last year. You, your confidence... Where did that go? Oh, you were there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> your confidence faded with them. And with what happened? You guys lost. You guys fucking blew it. Andy Reid, you've done some incredible things for that, that fucking that team. You right. really have. The problem is, just with, just like with the Eagles... He's he's got this thing about him. Like when he starts doing good, I don't know. He just curls up in this little fucking ball and just. I I, I think Andy Reid is suffering from the same disease that you think Cam Newton is suffering from. You've been to the dance. You've tasted the dance. Can you McNabb. step up? McNabb, same McNabb's thing. McNabb's been years for that, dude. You know, I mean, people just some people never get by it. Right. Some people are. And that's the difference between a champion and a loser exactly is they don't ever get past that hump for whatever exactly. fucking reason. And I, yeah, I, I, so I truly the, believe that. I got the Chiefs at the top. I got the Chargers taking the second wild card. I, I see that. Chargers are going to be a really good team this year. Um, Chargers are going to be a really good team. This I got year. Chargers at nine and seven. I got the Broncos also at nine and seven. But again, like I, think I said, be eight. eight is great. Like I said earlier about the Vikings Packers, I think the Chargers are going to take both games against the Broncos, and that tiebreaker mm-hmm. is going to go to the Chargers. Yeah. The Raiders six and ten. I don't know how long this rebuilding process is going to go on. It's going to go on forever until they get a coach before they get a GM, and they actually give somebody who gives a damn about that I said it last year, and I'll say it this year during this NFL preview. If you continue to put commitment to excellence on your sidelines, you better have a commitment to excellence or you are going to continue to suck. You are going to be the Cleveland Browns of the AFC West. You are going to be the bottom of the barrel. Listen, Raiders fans, chime in. This this is your chance to tell your Absolutely. team. This is your chance to tell your team that that you're a joke now. You guys have not been irrelevant since John Madden. Let's let's really put that shit that. out there. The 80s they were they were a force in the 80s. They, they really were a force and Madden yeah. was already in the booth. No, absolutely. But but what they what did they achieve? You know what I'm saying? In the Super Bowl. I can't remember. I know, they, I know they went to with, another with one. With what? And with Bo Jackson? I think Bo Jackson I want, was on I, there. I'd have to look that up. But, uh, but my point is, open. yeah, exactly. My point is, you guys have lost control of this organization. Get it back. They're even talking about putting you guys in Las Vegas. Do you really want to fucking go to Las Vegas? Here's my problem with that. You can put a hockey team in Las Vegas. That's great. They would football, die. A football team in Las Vegas, exactly, they will die. die. <laughs> Put them in Reno, you got a shot. <laughs> put them in Vegas the, the Reno Raiders The Reno Raiders You put them in Las Vegas You're done It's over Reno, Reno Look, Raiders. Las Vegas is the decadence capital of the world You put 56 guys 
Oh, they're dead. They're Again. dead. Oh, no, I know. They're dead. They're dead. They're number one, signing free number one, no, no. guys are ODing everywhere. Exactly. That, and we're not just talking about the weather here, folks. No. We're talking about the life of Las Vegas. You'll have people. Drugs, it. alcohol, strippers, gambling, you name it. It's there. You cannot put the Raiders, the Raiders, yeah. in Las Vegas. No, you can't. it's you can't. not going to happen. It's not going to happen. All right. All right. So last but not least, NFC <laughs> North. No, oh, I'm sorry. NFC West. West, West, West. I got the 49ers, and I was being generous at 2-12. Oh, and 12. Damn. Um, I wanted to put them at, I'm sorry. They're so fucked four up. 4-12. and 12. I should, They're so fucked I up. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. 2-14. Uh, um, fuck Kaepernick. That's we don't, I yeah, say. I was going to say, we don't have enough time to chime in on this. Uh, I, I, I went out of my way personally on my Facebook page to express my opinions. Oh, did that, that not turn out oh, as a shit show and man. a half? And, and let me tell you what, the funny thing is, everybody argued with me, but they were arguing with the right point. They just were taking it the wrong fucking way. Of course. Um, we don't condone with what Colin is doing. Nope. Nobody in this – I want everybody to understand that. The Loki and Jabroni show does not condone with what he's doing. We don't agree with what he's doing. But you know what? He has the right. That's not the fucking point. He has the fucking right to do that because we are all under the Constitution. You could turn around and you could say, okay, so if I want to piss on fucking bushes all day long, that's my right. Me, yes, but let, there's also a law against pushing, you know, let me, let whipping me, your shit out and fucking pissing I on I put bushes. it on that post that you did on your personal page. A, yeah, lot yeah. Of, a lot of our listeners won't hear that. No, absolutely. I, Chris Burns, or Mike Smith, do solemnly swear to uphold, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. We took that oath. Mm-hmm. So did a lot of the people that were arguing. Exactly. And at this point in 2016... They're not swear. Oh, as we got, we're we got, in we the got, NFC West. We got, we got a late NFC bloomer. West, we got a late bloomer. Hit it up. <laughs> Bro, before I get to you, I got to tell you, I'm going to finish my point, and then we're going to bring you right in. So hold tight in your chair. Look, we took that oath, and this is a Marine on the phone right now. I swear to uphold, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. At no point does it say within my personal boundaries. Right. And even when you get out, I know for you and for me as well, that oath stands true. Mm-hmm. So I continue, whether I like it or not, Colin Kaepernick or no Colin Kaepernick, I swear to uphold, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. If Colin Kaepernick does not want to stand during the anthem, he has every right because I swore, and I, will, I don't have to agree with him, I don't have to like it, but I certainly the will minute, give him the his right. The minute you take that right away from him, you are no better than any of the motherfuckers that we're fighting this fucking freedom against. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You might not agree with him, but that's how it fucking Welcome to the Loki and Jabroni Show, Kevin Boucher. We are just talking you about doing, the my NFC friend? West right now. So you, you made the perfect freaking timing. And you're not, you made perfect timing. We're just talking about your division right now. Outstanding. You know who's going up. You know who's going all the way, right? Oh dear let's, God! Let's find out. Comes. Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Definitely. Um, uh, Cardinals. I, I said last year I thought they were going to go all the way, but um, Carson Palmer decided to you know stink it up there in the championship game. But well, you know that you get. You get you get a rebound this year. We're gonna have a good year. We're gonna have a good season, just like last year. It's just oh, yeah. that. I, I hear you, you know, wide I know. I, I've I've heard and I've read 
I, I went out and bought four or five magazines, and I got one for free. And everybody's picking the Cardinals all the way across the board. And I went through the schedule, and I made my picks. I got the Cardinals taking your division at 12-4. and four. They're going to be the class of the field. Uh, next to the Panthers, they're going to have the best record in the NFC. I really do see that happening. But now here comes that giant B word. But I don't see the Cardinals and the Panthers working out in your favor if they meet in the playoffs. And you can feel free to chime in as to why you think I'm full of shit. Uh, the Panthers? The Panthers? Uh. Wow. See, you're, you're on the same page I am. You don't think the Panthers are going to have it this year. I, I think there was too much damage done to him emotionally. I think ego-wise, Cam is fucking done this year. I think it's going to take him about eight games to even get back to where he was. You don't, you don't agree with that, huh? I'll break down your division real quick because you called in. I was halfway through. Uh, 49ers 2-14. and 14. I think that's pretty solid. Basically, fuck Colin Kaepernick. <clears throat> the Rams are going to come in 6-10. and 10. Although, he did make a contribution to the military services this oh. past. He, he made a very generous donation. Awesome for him. Which was very smart of him. Which Colin, was very smart of him. Yes, it was. But Colin Kaepernick forgets where he came from. That's my problem. And I said that. Oh, absolutely. I said that a million times. I, I don't think anybody here disagrees with any of those The points. Rams are going to go 6-10. and 10. Here comes. Remember I told you I was going to have another bold prediction? Yep. Sports Illustrated says the Seahawks take that division with the Cardinals as a wild card and that the Seahawks are going to go 11-5. and five. I looked at the Seahawks' schedule. They're an 8-8 eight eight team. With that schedule, the Seahawks are an 8-8 eight eight team, and they're not even going to get the wild card. I have the Cardinals coming in 12-4, and four, taking that division. Kevin, I want to hear what you think. Uh, I agree. Definitely. Seahawks, uh, they're going to take a step back this year. I think that their defense has been picked apart over the past couple of years with free agents and all that stuff, and I think they're going to take a step back. Has um, anybody seen Wilson's face lately? <laughs> can I can I just say that outside life interferes with football life? Can I just put that future? That's I'm just saying. Have you seen his face lately? He is not interested in the NFL. He is more pissed off that his fucking woman now has a history with a rapper. Than anything else. About who? You don't. You don't know about uh, Wilson. Russell Wilson is marrying that. Uh, Wilson? Oh, okay. Wilson. Uh, I think it, you know, if he doesn't pay attention last year at the towards the end of the year, he get caught fire. Oh, that's what so, I'm saying. But, well, well, the the thing is, that's when he was away from his girl. When he was with his girl, and Future was fucking with him, he he was that emotional game. He's not too good at. He's still pretty much, yeah, I think he's still pretty much wet behind the ears when it comes to shit like that. Don't forget, he's a virgin, dude. So he don't know how that whole sex thing works yet. You know, he's, he thinks this fucking, this bitch is still hooked up on Future's dick. I mean, this is, this, this is, this is shit that plays in not just during the football season, but, you know, outside of it, too. You got to think this guy's constantly thinking about this shit. This is an eight and eight team at best. I'm telling you, Seahawks are an eight and eight team at best. I agree. I agree with you, one hundred percent. And I, I, can't that. I definitely agree that your cards are going to be up in that top point, uh, that top spot. Where do you guys see yourselves in the playoffs? Who the Cardinals? Cardinals? Yeah, I think you are NFC champions. Yeah, they do. 
they're going to go. Cardinals, they got, they're going to go Super Bowl this year. They, they got to. They have no choice. All right. See now, now, <laughs> I mean, I have, now I have to break it down. I, I have to. I'm not waiting because we have a Cardinals fan on the line. My NFC Championship game was Carolina and the Cardinals. I give yeah. Carolina the nod by a field goal. Carolina and the Carolina, NFC Championship. The NFC Championship gotcha. game is Carolina and the Cardinals. I'm giving the nod to Carolina, not to not to take a dump on you, Kevin, because I already had this all mapped out. Mm-hmm. Carolina is going to go up by a field goal, and I'm not saying that's going to be a diss to your team or a plus to Carolina, because trust me, I hate Carolina as much as I hate anybody else. It's going to be one of those wars that no matter who wins, you're going to look at that game and go, hot shit. No matter how angry you are, when that game goes down, you're going to say, hot shit. That was a war. And... They deserve to win. That's my pick. I may be wrong. Yeah, hey, that's your opinion, and that's what that's what football is all about. You know, it is it is it to you know talk about it. You know, and, you know, but, I mean, to me, you know, um, the Clark has a. You're right. You're right. It's a good plus. I mean, to me, to it's either way. Carolina can't beat. Or might well, well beat them, but the, 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 only, the, only, the only thing I, the only thing is, is that what I'm afraid of is that Carolina could be better than last year. I was just saying the same <laughs> point exactly because the Benjamin, the Benjamin is back. Mm-hmm. So and if you ever seen him play, I remember watching him play when he was a senior year at Florida State. He's a huge target. He's a beast. He might not be the fastest dude. But he's a beast, and he, he if you if you remember uh, last year, uh, no, wasn't last year. It's a rookie year. He he did pretty darn good for a right. rookie. I mean, I think I think he had over a thousand yards and all that stuff. And so they had that to the offense. Plus, you know, uh, was it Funches? I think he's on his third year. Yep, I just uh, I, I just love that guy because of his name. Been hear a lot of things about him that he might do something this year. So they could be better than last year. So I mean, I'm going to go with the Cardinals all the way because it's boom a bust. I mean, really, right? You know, you have to. I mean, they put so much, so much stock into to this season that it's. I mean, because they signed Fitzgerald and Carson Palmer to another extra year to stay together. Yeah, exactly. So this is basically this year and next year. It's it's boom and bust. After that, it's over with. So, so you have Carol. You have. I'm sorry. I I have Carolina. You have the Cardinals on the field representing the AFC, uh, the NFC. Who do you have on the field representing the AFC? Oh, the AFC. Golly, I really haven't thought about that one yet. I just you know, um, honestly. It, it, I think it's anybody's game. I don't think there's really anybody that really stands out a whole lot. Really, you think about it, um, Denver, you know, they stuck the waste up back at the Manning retired, so. Right. Um, and Osweiler went to uh, Yeah, they're, they're out. They, they don't have a quarterback. They're, Osweiler they're, they're went another, to the Texans. No. Yeah, they're, they're another right, I, eight, do, eight. I do like. That's I do what I'm like, saying. I the Texans you, are going to be good this I, year. I don't know if you just talked about it, but I do like, I don't know if they'll go Super Bowl or not, but I do like the Raiders. Ooh. I think the Raiders are going to be a, a real sneaky pick this year. You might be, you might be in the minority on the Raiders pick. Yeah, 
You just got you just got a stank face <laughs> like a motherfucker. Wait, <laughs> wait, there's more. He could be the sleeper pick. Kevin, right now, could be the sleeper pick. Yeah. Where if the Raiders go, we're all looking at Kevin like you're you're a damn genius. You're no, I'm not going out and saying quarterback that wears an eyeliner. I'm saying all right. <laughs> don't be surprised they sneak into the playoffs. Right. All you got to do is get in. The Giants have proved that. All you got to do is get in. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And as a matter of fact, it's nine times out of ten, you're better off being a wild card team because you're you're hungry. Nobody expects it, and you don't stop playing. Exactly. You constantly are in motion. Amen. But, all right, Kevin, thank you very much for chiming in, my brother. We will uh, be talking to you very soon. Guys, appreciate it. It was fun. Absolutely, brother. Always a pleasure having you here, kid. All right, have a good, have a good one, guys. All right, you brother, too, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Well, I'd say that was pretty successful. We got through uh, pretty much every More prediction that we thought we were going to go through there. No Saints fans. I had two Saints fans saying, I'm going to call you, and we're going to yeah. blow it up. Yeah, yeah, where are you at? Where yet? Just like your season. Yeah. Who that? Who that? Third place. Who that not calling the phone? Yeah. Saints fans, that's exactly. who that is. Who that? Ain't fans. Ain't shit. <laughs> Ain't going to the playoffs. Ain't doing nothing. So... Let's break it down real quick. Your Super Bowl prediction. <laughs> My Super Bowl prediction is going to be Colts and Vikings. Okay. With the, have... with the Bradford news, I do feel like it's going to be enough to squeak us by the Packers, and that's all we're going to need. And I really, really, for some strange fucking reason, have a feeling that Andrew Luck is going to have a breakout year this year, and it's, it's going to be all the Colts need. The Colts have a lot of weapons, mm-hmm. both defensively and offensively. Of course. The problem has been Luck as of late. Luck yeah. has kind of, kind of fucking screwed them. If he has a solid season, I, I, I see good things for them. All right. My Super Bowl prediction is Pittsburgh and Carolina. Just two badass juggernauts. Yeah, absolutely. They're going to tear Hard-nosed football. Hard-nosed football. To me, they're both going to be 12-4 and four teams. They're going to blow through the playoffs. They're going to face each other. Again, like I said earlier, I think Cam Newton is going to shake off that jitter. I made the dance. Now I want it. You've tasted it. I think now it's too I much. Now I want it more. I think I've it's got too Carolina much. winning Super Bowl 51. I think it's too much. I, I, don't, I don't see it happening for Fair him. Fair enough. I definitely don't. Before, but what we got for our top ten list well, coming out? Before we get into that, I want to get into uh, our friends at Sublime Inc., fantastic sponsors, 577 Route 12, Groton, Connecticut, 860-445-4200 is the number. If you are in the southeastern Connecticut area, you want a great tattoo, you go see my man. Oh, it's great that we did the NFL preview because it's Falcon, Dave Kovalik. It's the Batgirl, Dana Batts. No, 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 Batgirl. It's the furry Justin Fur. Or hey, you know, Thomas Wayne is looking for a partner there. Yes, Batgirl. he is. And you know who he could find? This guy right here. <laughs> Dave the Nightmare Kruger. Mom, make sure you go get that IV tattoo very soon. He's going to take care of you. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> you make sure you tell them the Logan Jaboni Show sent you, and they will take care of you. I also want to make mention of www.patreon.com forward slash Logan Jabroni. It is how you can donate or invest in the show. You can have a one-time gift a monthly gift like the Immortal Beloved did, or there are two investor levels where you could actually invest in the show and we will produce content for you to start. Have you seen some of these videos we've been throwing out there? We've been doing some great freaking videos. videos. Also, you just brought down the Crystal Head Vodka. Now, let me go live real quick. I warn people. I want the people to know that I am I on your people. side, people. I am on your side. 
Do you hear what I'm saying to you? I am on your side. I want someone to go home. Hold on. Three, two, one. Here we go. I want someone to go home with this fantastic crystal head vodka bottle. You want to open that real quick? Uh, yeah, well, it's end of the day, so I need two reviews I'm, by the end of the day. I'm giving you I one week. Two reviews. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm basically vetoing everything. On that is the autograph of every member of Shaman's Harvest, the fantastic rock band. You have Lady J. You have the Immortal Beloved. You have Loki. You have Jabroni. You have Ian C. You have all sorts of great autographs. And inside that bottle is Dan Aykroyd's signature brand vodka, seven times distilled through diamonds. It is free. All you have to do is leave a review. Then we throw your name in a hat. And we will pick a winner. That's all you're going to get then is that one fucking week. Because as far as I was concerned, you had to the end of the night before this shit was going to get dry. I'm giving one week. Sorry. One week, and that's it. That's all you fuckers get. And we drink it live. One week, and I'm breaking that shit open with fucking focus. I'm making a goddamn fucking Bloody Mary. I don't give a fuck. You guys I'm going to make something it. out of it. You guys have right? seen it if you're on the live. Done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. I paid for this shit fucking almost a year, almost a year and two months to the day. Yeah. So yeah. I'm done. I'm, so, I'm drinking it. Get on it. Rachel King is also on the bottle, and she just joined the live feed, which we're going to end in just a second so we can get into top ten. Yep. Get out there. Leave a review on iTunes. Put your name in the hat for the Crystal Head We only need two reviews, people. That's it. Two reviews. That's what I was going to say. You had it until fucking midnight tonight, but he's nice enough to give you a whole other week. Now, what I'm not going to do, and I'm going to tell the live Mm. Facebook feed this now. They have to listen to the show to find this out. We have, I have, it's going to be a surprise to this guy over here. I have a contest for this year. For this football season, got to listen more to find out. So, as soon as this live video loads... Because last year's worked awesome. Well, you know, <laughs> I was just talking to somebody the other day about last year's contest, and it was just... The fact of the matter is nobody picked the winner. Yeah. And nobody saw Denver coming. We had, we had picks for... Patriots, we had picks for Carolina, we had picks for Which Carolina man it. They did, but they didn't win. Right. So once in a lifetime opportunity or once every year, depending on your understanding of the time space continuum, you have three ways to win. You can private message Loki or myself, Mike Smith or Chris Burns, with your pick. You can leave it as a private message on the Loki and Jabroni show page. Or you can post it to the Logan Jabroni Show page, your pick for the Super Bowl winner. Not the two teams, not anything else. Just who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. Anyone who picks the winner. If five people come in and say the Vikings are going to win, we put your five names in the hat, we draw one name out, you will get a free, in your size, player of your choice in availability Subject to change because we don't know who's going to be available. The winner is going to get a free stitched jersey. Courtesy of the Loki and Jabroni Show, you have until Halloween night, October 31st at midnight to get your picks in. And if you are correct, you win a fantastic, authentic, stitched NFL jersey courtesy of the Loki and Jabroni Show. Still smells new. It does. That's right. That's the one Chad sent last year. <laughs> I have rocked the fantastic. shit out of this last year. And now without further ado.
It is my extreme pleasure to tell you that the final countdown this week is brought to you by our good friends at Viking Entertainment. If you are looking for fantastic DJ or karaoke services, you need to call Viking Entertainment. The number is 860-204-6876. You can ask for Lady J or you can ask for DJ Loki, and we will take care of you, not we. I'm saying we as if I'm part of this freaking thing. I am kind of a part of it. Thank you. But Viking Entertainment in the southeastern Connecticut area is the number one choice for DJ or cowboy fan. You guys have taken a big hit this week. Last couple weeks, I'm sorry. Tony Romo, broken a bone in his back. Not going to be playing for early estimations or six to eight weeks on Romo? Yep. Okay. So I'm thinking of Tony Romo. I'm actually going against my cowboy-hating being, I guess you could say. And I'm thinking of... Cowboys suck. They do suck. But I'm thinking of Tony Romo's future. So this week's top ten is the top ten jobs that could save Tony Romo's life and almost make him smile. I need a weed harvester there, Tommy. Yeah. He, Tony. That could be the honorable mention. Honorable mention is weed harvester. Number 10. Tony Romo could be the Dallas Cowboys offensive line coach so he can teach them how not to get Dak Prescott killed. That would help. Wouldn't it? That would help. Number 9 is email surveillance for the government. So when they say intercepted, <laughs> it's a positive thing. It is. <laughs> Number 8. Six words. Next season's Dancing with the Stars. It's a big prize. Uh, the only problem is his hips are fucking garbage, and so is his knee, right? Uh, I thought it was just his back. Well, there you go. <laughs> no um, dipping. Hey, if Jericho can do it. Watch me whip, whip, and watch, watch me, me dip, dip. Number seven, he could be in those direct TV commercials so he can hang out with Peyton on Sunday morning. Eli, what's going on, man? Oh, yeah, I'm playing. Oh, wait. Oh. Romo's not playing. Let's call him. Let's call Romo. <laughs> I bet your worthless burger won't be playing in two weeks either. <laughs> Number six, Tony Romo could be a phys ed teacher, except on dodgeball day. Yeah, <laughs> not a good idea. Number five, Tony Romo could be a motivational injury speaker. With all of his experience, he's an expert on what it takes to come back. You think? Oh, almost. See, you almost don't want to laugh. <laughs> Number four, Tony Romo could be a sleep number mattress spokesman. When healthy, I set it to 85. When I'm injured, I set it to 35. I left. Oh, God. Thomas Wayne's in the house. I did. Number three, Tony Romo could be a stand-up comedian. Well, that is when he can stand. He never stands. He never stands. He lays on his back like a tool or a whore. (laughs) Number two, Tony Romo could teach the Heimlich maneuver to people because he always chokes. Actually, he could teach the Heine Lick Maneuver because he licks a lot of Heinies. You know what I mean? He doesn't play for the Saints. Let's be honest. The Saints. Where were the Saints fans today? They were garbage. That's Kills where they were. me. Yeah. Lee Bozeman, Gwen Decker, you guys failed. You all failed. Epic fail. You have failed this city. You have failed like Gotham and everything. Exactly. And number one, the number one job that Tony Romo could do to save his life and possibly make him smile, he could actually become the number one Cowboys fan in the world. So he can erroneously claim, like their fans, that he has five rings, too. He does have five rings. Now he does. Around his asshole. Yeah. Look, guys, if you're a fan of a team, you didn't earn that ring. 
That ring's not yours. No. Don't say, we have five rings. Really, what position did you play? You can say, you know, my, my team, team won five, which is absolutely cool. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed this second inaugural season of the NFL exclusive, as we like to call it. It's pretty exclusive. It is. It is very exclusive. Last year, I think we got five people. Listen, this year we're going to get hundreds and thousands and moving up the charts. Hey, by the way, I want you real quick, update them. We are moving. Yes. We are moving. You gave me the numbers two weeks ago, and they are fan-friggin-tastic. Yeah, as a, and um, we... They actually dropped because we didn't drop the episode. Uh, like I said, me and, me and, me and Jake's uh, cross-cut as usual on yeah. that one. So I double-dropped it, and we actually went up again. Um, Podomatic has us listed at 132 nice. now out of, I want to say it was uh, 80, 85,000 podcasts nice. in, in, our, in our little – In our division. In our little – Culture, media, whatever the fuck it's right, called. Right, right, And then out of the 350,000 podcasts, we are now actively marked at 1,252. Out of 300 change. Though. Out of 300,000 plus fucking podcasts. Tom Brady could do that. Tom Brady could no, do that. No, no, Tom Brady could not do that without inflating balls. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh, by not. the way, if you want to vote for a uh, presidential candidate, Tom Brady's got to go for it. I'll mm-hmm. tell you why. Because his platform is not inflation. His platform is deflation. It is very much deflation. Ain't nobody got time for that. And don't forget, guys, Thomas Wayne is still looking for that partner. I think I found I, him I heard. Partner. I heard something was going to happen this week, so you guys got to hurry up and well, put your statistics in. Cause I, I got an email that said Thomas Wayne's partner, not this Monday. Obviously, it's Labor Day. People want to spend time with oh, their absolutely. families. Next Monday. Crime doesn't wait for people. I know it doesn't, but it waits for a partner, doesn't it? Well, right now, but, well, you know what? I, I could actually drink whiskey, so <laughs> I'll be good. I'll be good. Get ready. More videos are coming. More rants. More shenanigans. More BS. It's always fun. Porty Jordy. Porty Jordy. Oh, my God. I it's can't almost wait. done. I can't wait to see it's that. almost done. So let's say thank you to Andrew DeCarlos. Let's say thanks to Frank Sadowski. Kevin Boucher, Tommy Summers, everybody who chimed in on the fantastic NFL preview. If you guys get a chance, I just want to get one more plug in for Tommy. The podcast is called Three Sides of the Coin. You can find them on iTunes. You can find them on Spreaker, a couple other things. Look them up on Facebook. If you love Kiss like I do, go find them. They're a great time. Always funny. Good people. Good people. Not a good partner, though. I'd never take him as a partner. I don't know. He doesn't drink whiskey. I don't know if Tommy drinks whiskey. We didn't get No, it. I already talked to him. He don't drink whiskey. <laughs> it's absolute bullshit. It's not gonna be tough. All you motherfuckers out there don't, don't drink whiskey. I'll tell you what. You're missing out on a good time. Not only is it a mind expander, does it actually open up the thought process of what's going on? Absolutely. All right, so I kick Loki on out of here. I think I'm gonna take over this podcast Thomas, now. Thomas, 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 Thomas. You cannot take over the Jesus podcast. Jesus Christ, man. Does that guy ever fucking leave? I'm surprised security got here as slow as they did. <sighs> Oh, it's my kids. I had to feed them first. Okay, fair enough. You know how that fucking works. All right, guys. Thank you all very much for listening to the Loki and Jabroni Show. As always, my partner and myself want to thank you guys for chiming in, listening, calling, just liking our Facebook page, all the love and everything else. 
all you guys can do besides sharing and loving and leaving those reviews is helping so much. Continue to do it. Make sure you use that Amazon affiliate link that is directly linked with our Facebook page. So if you are going to go shopping at Amazon, just go through our Facebook page. That's all we're asking. It doesn't cost you a dime more, but it helps us out. Share our videos. If you see our videos on Facebook and if you see them on YouTube, which we've been doing a lot of, chime in, comment, like them. Don't be lazy, man. All the stuff that you guys do, the comments and everything that you leave just helps us. It advances us forward. It gets that revenue rocking and it gets us out there. And that's what we want. We want to make this a better, just more exciting Absolutely. I don't want to say Avenue because it's not just going to be about the Loki and Jabroni show. No, it's a whole network. Although we are the flagship right. of, of the whole network coming up. We want to offer you more, and we are, we are at that point where it's going to start happening, and the doors are opening, people. Get on board while the getting's good because if you get the T-shirts later and there's only pink left, it's not my fault. Right. All I got to say is go Falcons. Go you guys. Go to Patreon. Help us out. Help you out. The more free entertainment we can give to you, at the end of the day, not so much free. But we're going to keep we're gonna keep pumping. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. Please donate. We can't stress that enough. Equipment, etc. help us out. We want to keep giving you the best free entertainment we can give you. Absolutely. Guys, thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of this weekend. Be safe this Labor Day weekend. Do not forget the reason for the season. And go out there and just have a good time, people. I'll be working Labor Day. I know. I think you're working Labor Day. I got the day off, Oh, you do? Actually. All right. Well, Um, guys, just just go out there. Spread some love. Stop the hate. Spread that love. Fuck Colin Kaepernick. (laughs) That too. Get to leave those comments, people. I need that partner. I'm serious. Thomas, wait out.